So, okay. Well, and that's what we're doing then. So <laughs> here like, we are. Midway stop and then shift gears. Shift yeah, gears, I guess you're just going to restart. That's fine. Yeah. No. We are recording, by the way. Oh, okay. So I've been bumping the table, which is terrible. Sorry. I'm in uh, the middle of making ritual candles, so it's okay. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm sitting here wondering if she was going to finish first or not, but she's not. Here we are. Who the hell are we? What are we doing? Go. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversation. I'm Daniela. I guess that means I'm Jer, the baker. And the witch. Yeah. How are y'all doing? Hopefully good. It's hot as balls in Virginia. It is crazy you want to do a quick check-in before we jump into today sure real quick though like i was just out it's actually way way nicer than it's been it's been like 100 degrees and i'm i used to live in texas and i'm like it's nothing but it's still pretty hot it's 85 right now it's actually kind of nice because there's a little bit of wind but jesus it is a miserable so anyway it's an experience experience yeah all right, you go first. Uh, <laughs> Just kind of throw the ball to you. It's totally, totally doing fun. pretty good. I did a wedding this past weekend, which was super cool. Um, honestly, just because like it was nice to get out and work a wedding. But also, I've got a lot of fun things coming up. Like I have two classes that I'm teaching Um or sorry, one class that I'm teaching on energy cleansing in DC on Saturday and then reading on day two. So I bet you throw some dates in there because so August fifth no and August sixth <laughs> uh, in DC and tickets are closing this week. So whoever hears it this week, jump on that ticket if you guys want a live reading and or energy work or um come be a part of my class but it's supposed to be a really cool retreat i'm super stoked and hopefully honestly it kind of feels like the blasting point for me like i've i'm still doing hair and stuff like that but um the i find myself i'm getting more into teaching positions um which i'm kind of not angry about at first i was kind of scared but now that i've done like one or two um teaching sessions part of like yoga retreats and stuff like that uh i think i'm gonna start building some more uh to do sorry guys turning my head a lot um so I don't know. We'll see what happens. So right now I'm prepping for this weekend. And uh, she, she's not lying. There are candles. And there are candles and herbs everywhere. And I am like the thick of it. It's cool. But um, it's good to see you working. It's nice to be working in all honesty. It's nice to have energy to want to do it. It's a different story too. So um, yeah, I have that this weekend. And then we are doing a vendor event. On August 9th, 18th, 19th, it's Saturday um, of, in August. It's like the third week, I think. It's going to be the 19th. The 19th. And we're going to be in Front Royal. So if anybody wants to come by, uh, I will blast more information. But um, check out our Instagrams for that. We will be 
probably that'll be the second to last vending event we will be doing this year. We have one more in September and then we're done for the year. Um, unfortunately, just, it's only the vending stuff, by the way, we'll still be around for everything. Else. Yeah. We'll still be doing other stuff, but this one's going to be fun because Jared is going to have a be seen, be heard nook happening at our table. So you will be getting the best of the witch and the baker this round at this Monday event. So if you want to come interact and hang out, come hang out. We may have tiny tarot vending machine too. We'll see. I bought tiny tarot cards. Oh, you did that already. Okay. I was like, that's going to be fun. Um, so uh, we'll have some new stuff. We'll have some old stuff. We'll have some different things coming out. Yeah, we're going to do a feel, seen, be heard table. I'm going to sit there and it's going to be like a, an impromptu meetup for anybody that wants it. I'm hoping that'll kind of help get that messaging out. Um, yeah. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. It'll be fun. I'm excited. So, I guess that means it's my turn. Yeah. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I really kind of, I guess over the last couple of weeks, decided if I'm not going to be working as much initially, that I was going to start putting more time into this, which is different and interesting. That was kind of gross. Is that just like a hair? Sorry. <laughs> Nobody can see what just happened. It's fine. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. I've done a couple things. There's a couple new sections on the website, which I'm stoked about. I'm going to put them under one heading really soon. I'm working on finalizing that. So, a uh, really big push towards the mental health side to really kind of put that kind of stuff out there. So, how can you build confidence through baking? It's under there. Um, the benefits of talking, like what do you get out of doing all this stuff that we keep talking about? Right. So there's a whole good section on that. Um, and then how to do it is at the bottom of that page, right? Like where can you get started? What does it look like? Um, and then we have a mental health in the news section where we will be sharing articles that we found interesting. And then there is also a section that auto updates uh, as stuff happens while you're listening to her rip things apart. Um, that is really just mental health news articles from everywhere. <laughs> okay. Do you want it? No, 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 no. Okay. I just, was... And so I'm excited about all that. It's really stuff I've wanted to do for a while. I've got some other ideas for things that I am going to uh, work on for that. So... Can you just take a picture of that, please? I don't have a it's, phone. I don't have anything on me. Sorry. She's got something cool that's really kind of like... You have to do it my hands In relation to a tattoo for something that I've been thinking about for a really long time. But anyway. <laughs> we are so off topic. Um, I am starting a new job on... Monday. Tuesday. Technically, Sorry. Tuesday. Because it's the first of the month. Uh, I am going to be a VCIO for a friend's company and we'll be providing VCIO stuff to people. What is that? That's virtual chief information officer. So technology strategy and that kind of fun stuff for people, which is super cool for me. I've never done it like solely. Uh, I've always done it on a small scale, but it, it should be super cool. I'm, I'm excited. I got a little bit of imposter syndrome around it just because I've never only done it but it sounds really awesome 
I think there's going to be a lot of fun stuff that comes out of that. Um, like I said, I've been putting a lot of time into the site recently. So if you haven't been on there, go in there, check that out. There's a lot of stuff there that's new. Uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, there's definitely new visuals, um, a whole bunch of articles and, you know, trying to be more engaging and stuff. And then next will come all of the uh social stuff to really keep pushing all that out and like she said we have a couple of vendor events and stuff so it's fun it's good i feel better than i did before our last episode i feel like my depression is kind of going away and subsiding but we'll see what happens when the baby pops out when we are sleeping yeah that may shift things a little bit again oh, i already know it's going to We've had like a couple nights where it wasn't great sleep, and Jesus, I haven't I'm been as excited. bad as I thought, though. Like, uh, and by bad, I mean like just cranky. Don't roll your eyes at me, <laughs> but I mean like I can catch versus before I didn't understand, and now I am like, yeah. oh no, I'm this way because I didn't get enough sleep, and this is okay. Yes, yes. So that just means that I now need to take a couple extra minutes to just slow down by myself, and uh, and by better I mean like be more aware, and cognizant of oh okay, I don't have the patience for this, so I need to hand this off to somebody else so that I can go take a few to just chill. We've been doing that. Um, doing good at that. So I think, and and that's why I mean, like better <laughs> instead of like pushing through and like, oh yeah, I can do it. It's fine. It's totally cool. Um, so yeah, that that I'm not as worried as I think I would be, only because we've experienced it. And we know what to expect a little more. Well, I'm really hoping nobody dies in that time frame so that we're not going through that all over again this time. Yes. Yeah, that was nice. a, a shit show on top of becoming a parent. So, yeah, actually, if I could not deal with grief for quite a while, it'd be really fun. Honestly, so, yeah, we're not talking about grief, though. What are we talking about? Anxiety. We all have it to some degree. Uh, but, you know, we're talking about that anxiety that really is troubling right it's debilitating i think is the word you're about to say yeah. Yeah. the ones that are like keep you up at night quite literally by the way keep you up at night or uh stop you from doing something or or drive you towards uh, a panic attack and no i haven't done any research on this yet but i will be trying to figure out a different thing going forward so that we're out here a little bit more um but We'll we'll talk about that at the end. Some mini sods. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, so yeah, anxiety. I don't know. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? We can talk about it. I never thought that I had anxiety, and after becoming a parent and being, um, and my hormones shifting so immensely, I I look back and I'm like, oh. Like I had this feeling, but I didn't have a word for it. Like I didn't know what uh, anxiety really was. Like, and and but it really was. I didn't know that I was experiencing it the way that I thought. Um, especially like at the beginning of my career and meeting brand new clients and like that stress of oh, what are they going to want? Are they going to like this? Like that that small snowballs with the what ifs. And I didn't see it as anxiety. I just thought, oh, it's just me 
meeting somebody new and I'm just nervous. And I now recognize that was not that. (laughs) And uh, now I find myself with this pregnancy having more uh, unprompted anxiety. And we haven't even had our second child yet. But I find myself like, I don't know that I was this anxious with Ophelia. And now with Casey, I find myself falling into anxious rabbit holes that I probably wouldn't have before. And for you to catch and be like, dude, why are you so anxious? I'm like, what What are you talking about? So it's just, um, it's, it's very interesting to see or to actually like see the process of it happening. Um, but it's not so fun to experience. What about you? When, uh, well, I feel like all last week you were anxious constantly too. And when I would ask you about it, like you didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, what about me? Anxiety? So you and I were talking about what we were going to do today. And it was either something else or this episode. So I was sitting down and thinking about it. And um, I definitely have social anxiety, for sure. I don't like the vulnerability and being out there. I always feel constantly judged, which I know is just me thinking other people are judging me before giving them the opportunity to show me that they're not. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I know that now. Let me put it that way. I I didn't know that way back then. Um, So definitely some social anxiety. I have had tremendous anxiety in the past um, in my technical career, especially when I was doing something I'd never done before or something that could cause a major outage or, or whatever, right? Like upgrades that were like, oh God, I've never done this. Like, I know it's not complicated, but there's always the, uh, something could happen, yeah. right? Like, and I've been in those positions. I've I've done an upgrade that failed miserably and had to go recover the device from bootstrapping it. And you're like, holy f, right? While a client is like super angry now that their stuff is down, right? Um, and I have anxiety towards being in pain. I don't like to be in pain. I don't handle being in pain very well. So if I'm going to a situation where that's a possibility, I get very anxious before us, the tattoos, minor surgery, dentist, like any of that stuff is just like, I I psych myself out. Sometimes it's great. I psyched myself out for my first and my third tattoo and it worked wonders. (laughs) Like they sucked. Don't get me wrong. They still hurt. It definitely Yeah. Right. You're like, Oh my God, this would be so, so bad. You get there and then it's not as bad, but a lot of my anxiety. So is around pain, social situations. And I was thinking a lot about it and it's really about letting people down, having people feel disappointed or, or mad at me. And that's a lot of what it was with the, the technology. Also the, oh my God, if this goes bad and sideways, now I'm here working for who knows how long until it's done, right? When I've already probably worked a full day, I'm starting this work at maybe one in the morning. Yeah. Maybe midnight. And so, so what? Now I got to continue to work. I don't get to sleep. I'm going to be grumpy, blah, 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 down the rabbit hole, right? But a lot of that was really around 
not being able to control my time if it happened, but also the the how pissed off are people going to be when this doesn't go well? And it got really bad at times. Like, literally can't sleep, waking up in cold sweats. And that was bad. So <laughs> I'm happy uh, to be moving into this new position of more strategic guidance and understanding and being able to start to put my technical skills into a, a bigger role, but not having to put myself in that specific situation. So. I think you're also better about your boundaries now than you were in the past too now though. Yeah. I think you have that confidence to be like, no, I know my body. I'm not going to sacrifice myself for you because I remember at the beginning of our relationship, like you were definitely going through the space of sacrificing yourself for work. And I, now that you work for yourself most of the time now, um, I think that you're better about knowing, no, I, I know my body is saying no. So I just need to say no. Um, you're better about listening. To oh, yeah. your, your, um, what is that? Uh, whatever that instinct is. Yeah. I know what, I know what your, you're talking about. Uh, instinctual trigger yeah. of no, this is not right. Yeah. No, I can't. I'm not doing this. Um, I think we both are better about that now than we were in the past. I would get really bad stress stomach. Oh my gosh. You have to step away and go handle that. And then come back and doing what I'm doing, which does not make clients happy, by the way. Oh, yeah. They don't like when things are not going well and you have to go and do something. Address for a few. your body. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that, I, so. I, but it's also like, I felt like you also lost so much sleep that you were like deteriorating. Well, you hit me up at the worst possible time in my professional Technology. Card. I hit you up. I see. Whatever. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so you were around for honestly the worst you part. You're hilarious. <laughs> uh, so so I had wicked stress going on. The company was uh, not doing well at all at that time frame. It was collapsing pretty bad. Two of the main people had left one of the other engineers had left so really i was the only primary engineer that knew anything and so i had guys below me that i didn't know anything about right like we had to go out and hire them and they weren't good at all this one time the guy said yeah i'm gonna take, go ahead and i'm gonna take care of it and i'm freaking out because one it's our biggest client it's something i'd never done he said he can do it and you know, I, I go to bed and I'm already like a mess because like, I've never done it. He's never done it. It's the biggest client. Are they going to be pissed? How's it going to go? What's going to happen? So I didn't sleep. I rolled around, I tossed and turned, sweat. I had all the body, bodily reactions that you do when you're anxious, right? In that regard. And he calls me at three in the morning. And he's like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. This is two hours into a process that should, that should have taken 45 minutes. And it's two hours and it hasn't even started. So now I'm like, what the hell, right? I already didn't trust you. Now I really don't trust you. So now I got the whole trust issue on top of it. I'm freaking out because the client 
uh, like we haven't even started the work, right? Now, if something goes bad, we have that much less time to resolve it before there's a problem. So now I've got that on top of me. And I was a mess. I got in there. I quickly looked it up. I quickly did the whole thing. It took exactly 45 minutes like I thought it would. You know, like I had never run the full process by myself, but I knew roughly what it was like. So I looked it up. I did it all. But good Lord, for, for that entire night, I was a mess, a mess. And, and you know, it, it furthered my don't trust other people, just do it yourself thing, which is never good, right? Especially as a manager, if you can't trust people to do it, then you put all that onus on yourself and then yada, yada. We all know what that, well, I'm not going to say we all know what that's like, but it's not a good thing, right? I mean, it's, it's terrible, right? So that was also in the, you know, yeah, that was hands down that stretch of time that roughly about a year was the absolute worst of my entire life. And it still gives me anxiety and still makes me physically uncomfortable if I think about it too much. And to have to sit down and put myself back into that position, like the more I thought about it and the more I was, uh, I interviewed with a couple of people and I had to share the stories. I had to be like, look, dude, I've got anxiety around some of this stuff because of the things that have happened, because of all this stuff, because of this, that, and the other. And while they said they were understanding, I, you know, I've hired enough people. I know what to tell people to make it look like it's a, a rosy okay. scenario, right? Um, I couldn't do it. I walked away from three major job offers because of it. I was like, I can't, I can't put myself in that position anymore. Um, which is part of the reason I'm really excited about this new, new job. It's, it's where I thought I was going to be able to go over the last five years and wasn't able to. Um, but there's a little anxiety there too, right? I mean, I'm doing stuff, something that I know, I know how to do. I've done it a lot. Just never only that. Yeah. Right. And it's been a while since I've done it um, to the C-suite. So it's kind of like, oh God. Am I going to go in and make an idiot of myself? The the answer is no, I'm not. They hired us. I know what I'm talking about. I'm in lockstep with the owner of the company that I'm working for. We both are on the same page. We we built this thing together. But yeah, there's still that underlying like, like what what am I going to do? Like, am I going to freeze up? Am I going to have a visceral reaction? And I don't think I will at all. Period. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I've taken the position. I wouldn't be like, yeah, this sounds super cool. Let's go forward. Like, it's definitely, I can sit back and I can think about it and be like, yeah, cool. This will be, it's going to be easy. It's going to be work. It's going to be a lot of work to build things out. But it doesn't give me that sleepless nights, the the stomach churning, the cold sweats, the any of those other things, which is why I know it's different. It's more of a positive experience that I think I can grow and learn through instead of just putting myself back into that technical position where now it's, it's sink or swim. It's me constantly. And, you know, if somebody gets super angry, then 
That's on them. Uh, you're not responsible for that um, reaction they're having. Which is something I was never able to address in those moments. I was never able to be like, look, they're upset and that's theirs. They're not actually upset at me. They're just upset at the scenario. And yeah. I think if I would have been able to stop myself, pause myself, breathe it out, which again was something I never did, something I never knew about. Like, I think I could have more easily started the control aspect back then to regain control of my body. Because even now... It takes time, I think, to learn that, though. Yeah. I mean, like, look at you now. You're five years... I mean, well, you've been well in the industry for longer than that. But, like, five years into that process of learning that and, like, honing that... Mm Mm-hmm. That, uh, well, what am I trying to say? I don't want to say reaction, but honing that, like, calming process, you know, like, I'm sure there are still moments where, like, that sometimes doesn't work like it's supposed to. But Mm -hmm. most of the time, a fairly decent amount of the time, you now can respond and redirect differently. And it takes a while to learn that and several situations to put it into practice yeah you there's the you don't just wake up and there's like a special pill or a magical ritual kit or anything like that that is automatically going to solve that no there definitely isn't um it does take a lot of time and sometimes there are incidents that come up uh and right at the beginning my body's like oh it's time to react i'm like no we don't even know what's going on yet like hey the, the underlying part of me, chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on yet. I'm cool. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Guys, like, I this is the part of you I can't control. We're trying to re, rebuild this part. Like, slow it down there. Brainstem guy. Okay, I'm not a fucking neurobiologist. I don't know which part of the brain it is that's triggering all that other shit. I went with the one that I know is mostly subconscious. But whatever. We'll figure it out later. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I mean that 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 retraining of trying to gain control over that part of your body is very very challenging. But as it starts to happen, it's definitely a lot more. I don't want to say freeing because it's not the right word, but it makes your ability to not react in a situation like that far easier. Yeah, because you're just like okay, cool. Nope, we're we're okay. The body is okay, right? It, it it's not flooding you with a, the stress that you're used to in a situation like this. So now your brain, the 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 thinking part of yourself, can say, okay, we don't have to worry about what the physical portion of our body is doing. So we don't have that. That's great. Okay. So now let's logically step through where we're at right now. And we can just start right now because we don't have the the physical stuff to deal with and be like, okay. And my therapist put it really well. Is anybody going to die? No. Then you're fine. I've never worked in an industry where my job was in relation to whether somebody would live or die. Thankfully, because that person would be fucking screwed. Sorry. But also At least back like, then, you would have been screwed. Now, yeah, you probably won't be. Some of it is every single person at some point was trained to feel like their job was affecting people's lives. And right. 
And uh, that then leads to whether that's the owner or the boss of the company treating their employees like you have to treat this like somebody's going to die. That's stress hormone. And then or that employee grew up in a family or in a space where that was constant flight. And then that now plays in the workspace. And now we have that trained thought. So it comes and goes in different character forms. And it's really important for people to take time to really like dissect that, Mm -hmm. control that, learn that that is a toxic behavior to spread on people and make them think that their job is absolutely so important that it is detrimental to the other person. Now... And there are obviously there are some jobs few, that, like medical but... people and things like that. But I mean, like I'm talking like a waitress, I'm talking simpler jobs, uh, like just the IT industry, man, like no offense, not simpler jobs. I shouldn't say that, but like jobs that don't involve rescuing and saving people's yeah. l- like l- actual life, yeah. um, man, like being in the hair industry and my first seven years in the beginning of my career, like, that's what we were instilled. You were handling somebody's hair and like that can make or break your day. And the reactions that you get from people who would then misplace the reaction of wanting a big change and then not liking it and making you feel like it's your fault. And now it's never going to go back. And da, 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 da. like the list goes on and on where I just did what you wanted, but it's not what you wanted. Or you're not used to it and you're not ready for it. And you haven't had the time to accept that this is looking different. Right. Like, and that's the thing, right? It's just this like instant unhappiness about X, Y, and Z. Right. It just sucks. Like, cause you can make that. And as soon as something like that happens to somebody, especially if it's like, really bad big big, a big reaction that's what i'm looking for right like a really powerful reaction from somebody like that's when that alters that's when people start to like re uh assess how things are right you're like oh shit wait now the next time i do this if it goes poorly or even if it doesn't, but somebody's just unhappy about the outcome, right? Because you're talking about like just cutting someone's hair, doing exactly what they want, right? And they're not ready for that. Oh my God, what are they going to do to me? Why are they going to put that on on me, right? Like, okay, so I did this thing, I followed the instructions, the thing didn't work. And now, now you have a business outage. Uh, okay, it's really not my fault. I don't know why the technology portion didn't do its thing, right? You don't have a backup in place. That's not my problem either. That is something you should have thought about and built out on your own and handled and whatever. You don't get to take that shit out of me. And now I have to hold on to that and be like, oh my God, okay. So the next time I do this thing for this person, when it goes shitty. Is this the reaction that I need to expect for? Yes. And so even while you're doing it, expecting everything to go smoothly and it does you still sit in the physical feelings of anxiety and you're just like jesus 
Christ, like, I don't want to hit enter because as soon as I hit enter, it's going to run it's through done. whatever it's doing and I have zero control over it. And man, like there would be times where I would do it and I'm just like, okay, 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 okay. Should be back up by now. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. All right. Should be back up by now. It's not. Oh my God. And I look at the clock and been two minutes. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Should only, it should be five. I need to just chill. Who cares? Right. And then it comes back up. I'm like, okay, well. Cool. That was fine. But it's just like, son of a bitch. Like, you start training your yeah. body to react a certain way. And that is the thing that you can't control. You can't really... Control what the other person's going to do, but you can control your body to some extent once you recognize what is happening. Exactly. But when it, to get to that point, to recognize it, to start the control, and then that control process can take you a year or more to regain yeah. that control back. Holy shit. You're just like, good lord. It's like, I just want my body. By now, I have focused and I can train my brain and my brain is like, okay, we're good. My body will still be like, like, no, man, no, it's already done. We've already done it. There's yeah. nothing, nothing happened. It's, it's so Give me the fuck alone. I just want to go back to sleep, dude. dude. Fucking I, chill. Chill. <laughs> I still like, <laughs> I look back at the beginning of like my hairdressing career and think about all the clients that I had at that point, because I do have some clients that I still see from the beginning of my career that were super lovely and had never treated me Mm -hmm. unfairly. I do not see any of the clients that did treat me unfairly. And I recall going to the salon, going to work and even just seeing their name come up on my schedule. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Like, and that, that was the downside to coming in the hair industry when I did, because it wasn't like, you, you know, you called to me an appointment or you got a surprise guest. The internet is a crazy thing. People can book online and then you see them like the day and a half before. And so you're freaking out for a day and a half mm-hmm. knowing that, oh, fuck, Monday morning, I have them at 9 a.m. Gosh, what kind of mood are they going to be in? What am I about to take on? Mm-hmm. How am I going to deal with this? Oh, God, what if she asked me for like these intense highlights that like I know her hair can't go to, but she's going to want it or else like preparing for that. And then obviously, like I took a big break in the middle of my hairdressing industry and went to move to um, Canada and I worked for a lovely human in that space and I um then came back here and worked in DC with another beautiful salon owner where those were a pivotal moment for me because the owner of both those salons supported their staff it was a I hear your anxiety I am seeing the trouble that you're having with this client I'm standing behind you. So if it doesn't go right, I will help you handle it. And either we will move them to somebody else or we will let them go as a client and help them find another salon to take care of them. Um, It was a, it was, there was so much more support in the factor that your client doesn't own you. Mm -hmm. You're not at their beck and call. Mm -hmm. There is a boundary. There is 
you know, they're not going to call. They can't have your personal number to call and harass you about the color that they want and all this. Um, there was so much support to take care of the employees versus in my first salon. It was, no, we'll just give them a discount. They're still going to come to you. Or you could suggest them to someone else in the stat. Like, you still got to do it. Like, you still got to bring that money in. Or, like, there was no getting out of it. And it sometimes there were situations where even though we'd explain what was going on, our boss would dismiss it and just be like, oh, well, maybe she's just having a bad day. That's fine. It's it, it, like to her, it was, there was still, it, it was just money. You're bringing in the cash flow, just bring it in. And it just was like, wow, you don't care about maybe just like standing up for me or assessing the situation. Or if she would assess the situation, um, you could clearly see her just, oh, okay. Then just come see me. I'll take care of it. And it just was like a, that doesn't, that doesn't fix what this traumatic experience that I had to experience and endure versus like you just simply coming in during the first visit and helping me Mm -hmm. work through that experience with the client and whether to move them there sooner. But it was a, it was more of a big, like, F you, I'm just going to take the money and I'll, I'll make it work and I'll deal with it because you obviously can't. And now I have to take that experience and go to a client that's never done that to me and potentially already feel the anxiety around it before anything happens. So now I'm going into this next client being like, Oh, oh God, you know, like your heart's racing, your stomach is sinking, you're sweating and you know, the person that you're working for, you know, they've never done that to you, but your body is reacting to the stress from a different situation and now you can't control it yeah and you you have no control over it and that is the really awful part of anxiety is that it's the inability to control your body's reaction to a situation that's causing you stress that you shouldn't have stress over Mm-hmm. And in this society, we have now Instant really gratification just is a big fucked everybody thing. because it's you end up taking these stressful situations that should never have been stressful. That we weren't designed to live in that high of a cortisol level constantly. Yeah, well, we weren't designed to be in to. Okay, what I'm trying to say is those situations shouldn't be causing the visceral visceral body reaction we're having because they're not stressful. But we have all collectively made them stressful somehow, some way. And from now an old experience, we're all just like experience. killing ourselves yeah. over it, right? And then we take it and we have to live with it. And then we take it from one experience to another experience. And then we're polluting the other experience that we never had any anxiety around. And now everybody just has constant anxiety, constantly on edge, constantly fighting through like all of these things that wouldn't have normally caused us. Yes. Yes. And so like, honestly, part of the way is just taking yourself out of those situations. But then you'll find a different situation because now you've already been in this other situation that you've pulled this thing into. And then it causes human burnout. Yes. Human burnout at that point. 
Your brain, your body, it can only take so much of yeah. it. I was surprised that I heard most uh, hairdressers don't last past three to five years in their career because of the stress. That doesn't surprise me. And I now understand why. One, I'm surprised I've lasted. I'm 13 years into my career and I'm like, oh, wow. I did a lot of drugs during that time. That's probably why I got through this because I don't know if I hadn't been in that part of my journey that I would have lasted that long because, uh, what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. In working for myself now part-time and with our children, it's like a mom don't take no shit no more. And it's a, I will not be belittled or put in a situation where I'm not comfortable. If I cannot do it for you, then I cannot do it for you. That was probably the one thing about the wedding that I had yesterday that I didn't like was, um, I got asked to do something and I was very clear of, I can try I will try to my best of abilities, but I promise you it's not going to come out the way that you want it to because that is not my skill set. But I don't mind trying for you. Um, and that person I ended up spending extra time with um, until they figure out what exactly they wanted. But I could tell that like um, there was this... There was this struggle to want to gain that, like, access to me of that stress of, oh, I'll give you anything that you want. Just mm-hmm. tell me, like, mm-hmm. was looking for that type of reaction. I was like, nope, I can't do it. Sorry. It, it wasn't the bride. So there's that. But it, it was just like, can't do anything for you. Like, it's, it's uh, yeah. uh, either I'm going to style it this simple of a way or... I don't know. You can ask somebody else who is here to help you, but like I've already told you and preemptively let you know two days before that mm-hmm. I will try it, but I will not um, promise yeah. you that that's what yeah. it's going to be because it just wasn't in my skill set. You set the expectation. And, but it was just very interesting to watch. Um, it felt like a moment in time where I was like younger Danny would have stressed about this younger Danny would have gotten psyched out about not being able to do this. And, um, I didn't. And that was a very like, and it wasn't a younger Danny would have like stressed and tried to make anything happen to make this person happy, to do everything possible, um, to make them leave happy. And it was a more of a, no, I'm sorry. I've already let you know that I can't. And if you're not happy with that, that's, that's okay, but I'm, I'm still on the clock. So it is what it is at this point. And I gave you fair warning. Um, they ended up liking their hair at the end of it, but it took me three different tries throughout the six hours that I was there, five hours that I was there. So it just, uh, it was very like in a different, in the beginning of my life, I would have been so stressed out. I would have had to stop. I would have had to go like have a mini make breakdown mm-hmm. and go like, Oh God, I just want to get the fuck out of here. And in the end I was like, no, this is chill. It's fine. Like I said what I could do and what I couldn't do. I didn't make anybody believe that I could promise anything. Um, there's a reason why I ask everybody to have a inspiration board prior to appointments. And, um, 
it gives me time to, okay, this is in my wheelhouse. This is not in my wheelhouse to shift and either move clients appropriately to people that can provide what they want that I know that that's their skill set. And, and, um, but it was just weird to be in a situation where, uh, some people who feel like they're better than you because of the industry you work in and you can tell they're in a controlling, not a control, maybe a higher up dynamic and drive and love that stress of watching the other person stress because it provides control over them to be in that position where I was like, mm, no, you don't get that part of me. Um, but to watch it in like live action and like, I can tell she was craving for me to, to cave and break down. Oh, I can cut down the cost or uh, she was waiting for that to happen throughout each testing process. She came in and it just was like, no, dude, she's not where we're at. It's very weird. It was a very weird dynamic to be in um, now and being aware of what was happening in the moment. So you've obviously been through a rough work environment. It sounded like you had two decent work environments, which probably provided a lot of help, right? What else have you done to really kind of help control your reactions, feelings, anxiety, whatever you want to, how have you been able to retake control of your body, your mind, and your reaction to the situation? Honestly, being in the environment of like a service industry provider, that has probably been the biggest thing in all honesty, having that support and having those role models teach me what people can cannot do for me mm-hmm. because I, I wouldn't say that I grew up in like the healthiest family dynamic. Um, there are definitely moments, uh, where it's super like supportive. And then there are other moments where it's questionable because it's, um, are you being respectful or are you, um, being obedient? And those dynamics didn't really teach me how to, those taught me fear. And I found that like in my early career that got misplaced and my people that I looked up to in the industry did not really help me grow through those situations because like being a service industry provider, that's constant, like in contact with a person practicing those skills constantly. I didn't have those skills in school. I didn't have those skills at home. I didn't have those skills with my friends. So honestly, like the being in the service industry industry environment later with two um, really amazing, empowering women uh, helped really change that dynamic because it showed me a lot of no, just because you're providing this does not mean you sacrifice this part of you. And that really helped me, honestly, bring those skill sets into my home life, into my friendships, and into anything that I look for in work. Um, and that really like altered a lot for me because I got to practice it every day. I got to 
be around people that be around strong women. Like I worked the the most recent salons that I worked in are were all female. I didn't work with co-ed. Um, I worked in very like empowering safe spaces. And um those really help just having that constant contact, taking care of clientele that way and having a, a, a leader to help support me through that. Like, like I said, like that was constant like practice for me and that shifted into my own like personal practice. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think that I would, would have known or maybe had the appropriate skill set to do that on my own at home because I wasn't being submitted to like that constant, like access of those tools mm-hmm. to know, um, like I come from a very like strong female background with like my mom and my grandmother. Um, it's a matriarchal society. And so it just is very, um, they've taught me certain things, um, about being strong and about not so much working through the anxiety, just so much that like, just be stronger than it versus like other people in different roles that were not part of my family taught me how to no, go take a second, go breathe, go outside, go do this. And so it was a different part of my tool bag that I had never experienced before. And it's, it came in a very different space. So my tool bag is honestly like I worked seven days a week in my early career. Yeah. I remember that. That was stupid. From 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And I didn't have a day off. And, um, when I moved away out of the country and my life shifted radically and uh, I started to see the difference in what kind of respect I had for myself and what kind of things like really actually stressed me out. And I learned what... (laughs) What does your body do when it hears no? Because we're not really, we're taught to listen to the word no and not do it. But we don't always pay attention to the response of no. And for me, no causes anxiety. (laughs) Yes, it does. No brought me back to a very unsafe space in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And to do anything wrong, the moment I heard no was, oh, fuck, I'm doing something wrong. I am about to get hurt. Somebody is going to hurt me now because I was taught when it's no, there was physical abuse tied to it. So I want to jump in real fast. It's not the word no, by the way. No, and I know that, but I tied, tied to, to it. it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, that same, like mine was, it's, it's that like controlling. I want you to stop doing what you're doing immediately right now because who, who cares why? It doesn't matter, right? You were never taught the why you shouldn't do it. You were just like, no. Okay, no what? 
So if you're going to do no, and then no would happen, and then no would mean, oh, I'm getting spanked. No, I'm getting hit. No, like it, there was always a, it wasn't a no, I'm going to talk to you about it and through it. It was a no, there's a physical response. It's that control thing you were talking about earlier. We were. And that heightened by anxiety. Right. Because now you have, now we know that we have a different reaction to situations, right? Like. I shouldn't have been going into situations worrying about displeasing somebody else if it didn't work. I shouldn't have been going into the situation like, oh, it didn't work. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, okay. What can I do now to, to resolve this? In 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 like a, a flat, normal thing, right? Where I can step through it, prepare myself, go into the thing and just be like, all right, cool. I'm going to do this thing. I'm done. Or I've never done it. So whatever. Let's, let's find out what happens. Right. Instead, you end up going into these situations with this. Oh, my God. Somebody's going to have a really terrible reaction. Now that reaction is because of something I did, whether that's accurate or not, which we know it's not. We've had it ingrained that that's not the case. So now we, as part of our unlearning, relearning, whatever, to get through anxiety, have to go backwards and address all of that. Yeah. Which is where that anxiety comes from, which is what drives the anxiety in the future, which honestly, I believe drives us to find jobs at places where we will be treated like that. Because it's all we knew. Since, it's all we know at that point in time. Yeah. Since I've gotten let go, I've seen a lot of change in myself and what I'm willing to deal with and handle because there was... A lot of that yelling, screaming if things didn't happen a certain way. And I'm like, dude, not my Your life is wrong. This like, is not that important. This, like, it is, I I don't, I'm not going to die. You are you, not going to die. You are 100% misplacing whatever emotion you have. And you're putting it on me. Take a step back as the leader. Collect yourself. And let's have a calm conversation. We're adults. If you can't treat me like that, I'm not here for it anymore. Okay? Not here for it anymore. Um, And I've always thought, like, oh, God, did I just put myself in those positions again? Because that's what I had. And that's where I thought, that's what I thought I kind of, like, deserved. And the weird thing is I went into some of these positions being like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. I'm finally going to get out of that. I'm finally going to do this. I finally have this great leader. I like this person. I really like what they do. And don't get me wrong, I've had fantastic leaders. Uh, the person that acquired the first company I was working for, if I could go work for him tomorrow, I would. He is one of the people, like you were talking about, you had two women, right? He is one of the people that when they say, like, I'd walk through hell for somebody, In a business setting, I would walk through hell for that guy because he was so supportive, right? He set things down. And when he was talking to me and teaching me about like negotiating and all that other stuff, he was like, yeah, I want to go in. And at the end of it, both sides are unhappy. We both got something we wanted and we both didn't get something we wanted. It's equal. We're done. That's it. And it's like, damn, I like that. You're not going in trying to completely screw the other person, right? You're going into it in a calm, collective fashion. But like he had just this ability to 
control his reactions. And I've seen it in shitty situations, which to me was just like, how the fuck do I become like that? And like, and he set time aside for me specifically to talk about it. We literally talked about philosophy and the Stoics verse, um, the existential absurdist, which is who I am. And he was like, here, even just, just go read this book. They're pretty similar. And I'm like, yeah, how you write, they are. Let me go read it and understand it. And like, no one else had done that, right? So part of that healing thing, at least from the business and work environment, is finding somebody who's willing to do that for you. The people don't understand how impactful you can be as a person or a leader of an organization or a coworker or whatever. Just taking the time to sit down and listen to somebody, acknowledge them, and if they want it, provide some kind of feedback. And if they don't want it, keep your mouth shut. That is a huge thing. A huge thing. And that will change people. That will give people the, okay, I have somebody in my corner. I have the backing of this person because it's not just about what's going on, right? he was probably the one person that for sure stood up for their employees like they said they would. Because I'm like, you've had other other people who were just like, nope, go fix it and get it done now. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't fuck this up, by the way. Why? How? How is this my problem again? Um or, oh, no, we're going to have to go and give them this money back and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I understand we have a business to run, but, like, it's what like, about me as a person in this scenario, right? Like, it really, honestly, it takes a very um, aware person, honestly, to be that kind of support. Yeah, because uh, it could be like you said, it comes from it can come from anywhere between a coworker and a leader. Yep. I just happen to have it in two leaders at the time in a business setting, and as well as you did. And I think those people really rerouted a lot of the starting to address what anxiety, what you deserve, how you should be treated in a workspace, and that reflected to mm-hmm. the work life balance later as well. Because those are big spaces that we're in after you get old enough to leave your parents' space. Like, you spend most of your time at work and very little time at home. Your work family becomes your family because you see them so often. And you're in that space. I hate that term. But it's true. It's true, but I hate it. And so, when you find spaces that are supportive, like those things... Mm-hmm. change mm-hmm. you as a person because you have that support and now you know what it looks like when you go home now you know what you should look for and it's uh it's awesome i like those were very big profound moments for me mm-hmm. like and that was i want to say my late 20s yeah, so, like, uh, I was probably about 26, I mean, 25, 26. And yeah, was, prior to 25, 26, I was a completely different human. Yeah. That was only five years ago for me. Same. Like, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, the, 
that person is so different than the person I, I am now. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, finding the right kind of support for the people who are doing it for the right reasons mm-hmm. is really life-changing. And, uh, I feel like I'm repeating myself again at some point. So what? I'm just going to stop doing this thing you do. It's fine. Everybody ends up doing it. I mean, it, it is such a big thing to find those people that live the things they say. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to be like, oh, I'll stand up for you. Okay. <laughs> and then when they do it in the situation, that's what counts. It's not just saying it, yeah. right? Like they're there, they're doing it when it matters. And it's just like, it's refreshing. Um, uh, you know, it's just like, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and I would say the other person that really helped me start to take control is my therapist. We would talk through the situations, exercises about, hey, what about this or what about that? Or, oh, is anybody going to die? No. Okay. So. Those are. Therapists are great. Step it back. Take control. It's like, if no one's going to die, whatever. It's really not that big of a deal. And it's, it's really not. And I have taken that to all of the people that I have been managing over the last years and been like, look. Is anybody going to die in what we do? We tr- we do not support any client that is going to end up getting somebody killed, period. None of us are pilots. We're not air traffic control. We're not in the medical industry. No one is going to die if what we're doing doesn't work for whatever reason, period. Are people going to be upset? Sure. But is anybody going to die? No. So it doesn't really matter. matter. People can have whatever feelings they want about it, and they can be as upset as they want. No one's going to die. That, I will say, like, the growing up, I feel like I probably would have started sooner working on my anxiety had I had the right kind of help prior to having to use, like, my support in the business field to learn those things. Like For sure. If I had access to the proper healthcare that would cover mental service and mental health services and, or at least like therapy that would have, I feel like changed and supported me a little differently uh, sooner. But, um, I mean, we all get experiences differently and it starts when one needs to start when we're ready to accept the change in the work and the process of it all. On top of that, I'm, I say that and I'm like, yeah, but then again, I was, I would have been a teenager still, and still growing brain doing its thing and yeah, yeah so on so forth. Either. It's fine. <laughs> I had the opportunity, I'm sure. I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to, you know, it comes out of that strength thing. Yeah. When people are just like, just be stronger. No, man. It, it takes just more. Just be happy. Fuck you. It okay? takes more than just Let's that. Just address how we feel so we can acknowledge it and work through it. And that will bring us the strength we need to not do it. It's that simple. And I use simple very lightly because if you've never been through it, it's miserable, it's hard, it's awful. It's but also like it's not just we also have the brain of like that lines in that runs in that line of like 
just be obedient, just be respectful, just be strong versus like, I read something about, uh, we're teaching our children to be wild so that they can question, think for themselves. And like, yes. And I, I realize that a lot. You and I are both like, yes, while we can do that, we want to know the why. Yes. Like, why do I have to do that? Why will this help me later once I have this tool? Not just look at Z and be like, oh, how I'm like, how do I get from A to Z? Not just like, I want to jump in B and Z. Like, I, I need that process. My brain needs that, like, cognitive, like, putting together the pieces so I can understand what I'm building. Not just build it. Um, but we're also doing that for currently, oh, um, but we will be doing it for both of our children. I'm like, don't do that because this or because that. And it's not because I told you so. Okay. Like, please just sit down on the couch so you don't fall off of it and hurt yourself. Not just sit down now because like, no, like there is a reason for it. I'm not trying to control you. I'm trying to help you understand that there may be potentially negative ramifications of what you're doing, right? And this is why. Yeah, this is why, right? I don't want you to get hurt. You don't want to be hurt. So let's just sit on the couch, right? It's not just, I expect you to do it because I said something. I don't want that. I don't, because that's not, then that's how we all end up like that in the future where somebody's telling us what to do and we just blindly do it. You end up <laughs> at the uh, steps of the Capitol on January 6th or something stupid, right? And yeah, I'm sliding that one in there. Um, but again, you know, like it's it's the you, if you take away the ability for people to understand what they're going through, you make it harder for them to acknowledge what they're feeling, trust themselves, and work through it. Right. And I think that's why a lot of us have the anxiety that's out there. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other real reasons about it, but I'm not really a, a therapist. Right now, so. But yeah. So you have any final thoughts? Sort of hitting our time frame. <laughs> no. Yes. Um, no, I think this is good. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I'm trying to resist the urge of like apologizing for repeating myself here at some point. This is your anxiety. And it is. It is. It and you, is. I know it is. And that's why I'm saying it out loud is yeah. I am. Acknowledge it. Do it right now. Trying to not apologize. So what are, okay. This is actually great. I know we're going over, but why do you feel like you need to? Um, Logically, right now, it's the, um, oh, God, do I, I need, I feel like my brain is like, oh, I feel like I need to apologize for repeating myself so much because that's probably going to be really annoying for whoever has to listen to this. And that's the current thought, but the, the actual root of it is nobody listened to me uh, growing up, so I had to repeat myself until I got heard. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so one, everybody's hearing you because they are actively choosing to listen to this. Yes, I know. And that's why I'm trying to stop myself so, from that. Uh, <laughs> you are totally fine. You're in your own house. 
with a safe partner, <laughs> having a conversation into a microphone. Nobody here is going to hurt you. Nobody here can hurt you. And anybody listening to this, if they're like, okay, she's just repeating herself. Dude, I repeat myself all the time. I don't <laughs> owe an apology to anybody. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. It's that simple, right? Please listen to it, though. <laughs> yes, I am begging you. Yes, we want this to grow and be a kind of thing and everything else. But, like, it, that that was nuts. Like, you really were like, okay, well, I feel this way. This is why. This is where it came from. Okay. Nobody out there. In fact, you may have had more of an impact by sharing that than hiding it. And so just to be like, hey, I have this feeling. This is why. This is what I think these other people are going to do. One, you're kind of forcing them into saying that they're going to be annoyed by X, Y, and Z, right? You're not giving them the option to not be. So that's part of it. You got to let that go. They're their feelings. They're allowed to have their own feelings. That's on them. Um, you can just let them have them. And if they do, it's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them. It's okay. Same thing for that other episode that we didn't put out, by the way. <laughs> we have two episodes we haven't put out, by the way. At some point, we're going to figure out what we're going to do with them and where we're going to put them. Patreon, if you want, or some other awesome thing. Yeah. Eventually, we will put them out there and give you guys access. Um, so We're just slowly creating yeah. secret podcast episodes. Yeah, for, one of these days. For, <laughs> if you want to listen to the same details. Right. Um, oh, okay. So I want to jump into the next little bit. Uh, we were talking earlier today about potentially trying to do smaller episodes in between episodes where it's more uh, research based about whatever topic we're talking about. If, we did a lot of that in the beginning, and I'm sure all of you have heard our small like research yeah. and then conversations, and it goes wicked long. So we're trying to bring that back on a shorter scale yeah. in between the fun talks and break it up. I mean, the stories are powerful. The statistics and what's actually going on is interesting. I think it might be a cool thing to do. So if you're, if you think that's cool, somehow, please reach out and let us know. Um, it would be cool. So also share, like, subscribe, rate all the fun stuff. Tell your friends about us, join a meetup, please. I'd like to do that. Come out when we do the live meetup. I want to hear you. I want to support you. Um, We're going to repeat some dates real quick. Uh, Pims Oasis Retreat at T-ism in D.C. This weekend, I'll be there hosting an in-person workshop and reading tarot on August 5th and 6th, starting from 9 a.m. till I want to say 5. That's just rough. I don't actually know that it is that long. Um, I should know. I just, my brain is not there currently. Um, reach out if you want to be a part of it, uh, or come because tickets are selling out. Number two is we do have our next vendor event for August, August 19th in Front Royal. We'll also be posting about that. So please check out our Instagram. Um, come feel seen, be heard. I will be sitting there waiting. Yeah. Come experience Jeremiah's uh, little nook corner and we'll also be vending. Um, I'm trying to think if, if we have any more events for um, 
August. I think that's actually the last one for August. I am going on maternity leave. I've started to project it. I'm going to put it on here too, probably for the next couple because people keep asking uh, when I'm going to stop doing reads, when I'm going to stop doing hair and any magical stuff. November 17th is my projected last day. It could be sooner than that. So if you want any services or products or photos or bake things, come to our events, reach out if you would like a service because we will be stopping for a little bit of a break when our son arrives. Um, and then once he's ready to go, we're going to spin back up. We'll spin it. back up. But it, it just may be quite a little bit of a slow, quiet time, intimate time for our family we're to get adjusted together. And then we'll so I know it feels like forever away, but we're already almost into August in the next week, um, which does not leave much time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. Yeah. Check out the additions to the site it's fun there's more coming i promise um yeah i think that's i think that's it i think we've covered everything so yeah 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 cool reach out let us know what you think share your stories uh you can share a story on the site you can share a story via email blah 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 you can join the podcast there's somebody that reached out to us we have not heard back from you after we reached back out to you we are playing tag it's fine reach back out and we will get your episode squared away. Um, for everybody else, thank you as always. This is always a lot of fun. Come join us someday. Yes. Anything else? Uh, the more we talk. The more we heal. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.